Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Are you like me and thought one day, I want to start a podcast? Well, it's easy. All you do is go to Anchor FM and sign up for free. Then all you do is you can record from your computer or your phone. And next thing you know, all you do is upload your episode. And then like magic, Anchor just goes and releases it everywhere to Apple, to Spotify. You name it, it releases it there. It's easy. It's simple. It's fun to use. And like me, I'm not very technical oriented. Again, easy. Not like the rapper, but it's easy. If you get what I mean. So again, go to Anchor FM, sign up. And uh, start being a content or podcast creator today. such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. Welcome to My Third Eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome to My Third Eye. And that's the most dangerous part about it, because people are actually losing their lives 
over made up stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everything is weaponized against us. Every single thing. Um, you know, there's an attack on the kids because as if uh, going to school wasn't already a government indoctrination camp. Now look at some of the stuff that's going on with the gender stuff. All that's to psyop. Welcome back to another episode, ladies and gentlemen. I uh, think you're going to like this episode. Uh, we go into a little bit of the, the subconscious mind and, and maybe a little bit of mind control uh, with my guest. Um, I want to uh, tell everybody uh, that has been signing up for the Patreon for Talk at the Tavern. Thank you very much. Uh, the support is greatly appreciated. And if you don't know what Talk at the Tavern is, uh, $5 a month, it gets you every Talk at the Tavern. It's my weekly roundtable I do. Uh, we go anywhere from two hours. Sometimes we made it almost six hours. Uh, so, you know, all, all that's over there on Patreon. Uh, go, go find me, My Third Eye Podcast, over at Patreon. Um, if, if you're having troubles finding it, just hit up the link tree. Everything from my email to my Instagram to you name it it's there including curcumin uh hit up kelly fish chisel uh give the stuff a try um, i'm telling you i like it tried it and haven't looked back you know i don't have any more uh, carpal tunnel or or uh tennis elbow i guess they, they would call it um stuff's amazing uh, my wife's lost over 20 pounds and didn't even change her diet and a lot of her her routinely uh routine almost said routine yeah her routine maintenance folks you know she needs a lot of it she's high maintenance uh no she's very not high maintenance but uh a lot of her uh routine at work was giving her some carpal tunnel and or, like issues and and some tennis elbow and she doesn't have any of that anymore and it's helped with her osteoarthritis sorry tongue twister today Jeez, bear with me here we're trying to get through this only had one beer um but having said all that, I'm going to cut this one a little short, just so you can uh, enjoy the episode. And again, I, I can't thank you guys enough. Um, I can't really say anything right now, but uh, I, I, there's something there's something really cool coming down the pike that I think uh, you as my audience and, and what have you will enjoy and get some satisfaction out of. So... Stay tuned. Uh, when I get more details, uh, I will pass them on to you. And go over to Spotify. Give a five-star rating. You don't have to review. You know, boom, click the five-star. Go over to Apple iTunes. You know, five-star rating and review. You know, some of them are funny. I don't always get to read them because I'm an Android user. I kind of was telling uh, my buddy Ryan Dean over at the Dangerous World podcast the other day, you know, he told me you need to get an iPhone. I said, I'd rather finger myself with razor blades than get an iPhone. Sorry, folks. I don't mean to piss off the iPhone people. You know, we each have our preferences. I'm an Android guy, have been, and I always will be. I use an iPhone for work and I hate it. So um, having said all that, uh, I'm going to get out of here. And again, enjoy this episode. I can't thank you guys enough for, for the support and the love that you guys show me. And as always, if you've had an experience of any kind, I don't care if it's paranormal, cryptid, just, you know, or even any information on, on a topic that you just think, you know, someone's not really talking much about this and I've been doing a deep dive, you know, maybe I should uh, hit up Ghost, you know, hit me up, Instagram, email, you name it, just in case you don't 
click on the link tree, mythirdipod at gmail.com and mythirdipodcast over and on Instagram. So, uh, having said all that, enjoy the episode. J-Han. Oh, man, I even wrote it down. What have you. But anyway, (laughs) J-Han. And uh, he reached out to uh, come on the show. And we're going to talk about maybe some mind control, consciousness, subconsciousness. Is the government out to kill us? You know, who knows? You know, the the typical... (laughs) Everything that we know is probably true that everybody else looks at us as like, you know, your typical conspiracy, you know, wackadoodle. But anyway, I'll turn it over to you. Let people um, know where they can find you, plug any social media, and and we'll jump into it and take us away right where you, wherever you want to start, brother. Awesome. So, hey, what's going on to all the listeners out there? Um, thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely. And um, you can find me on Instagram at Jahan Sator. So I'll spell that for you. Sorry, spell. See, I'm not even, I'm choking on myself already. J E H A N S A T T A U R. And uh, the name of my podcast is the Boundless Authenticity Podcast. So you can go and listen to me or my guests talk about how we're all pretty much. Uh, getting killed by the government and <laughs> you know there's a massive attack on everything and everybody and um, why mindfulness is important and uh, it's everything related to the evolution of human consciousness so yeah where would you like for me to start mind control yeah let's do mind control that that's a subject that always fascinates me get into the mk ultra and then you get into uh, people that have been um abducted or done uh 20 and backs and they talk about being you know mind controlled whether it's through you know torture and you know submission you know in in that area and uh (laughs) then you look look at you know britney spears and all these other you know high famous celebrities and you can't tell me that there's not something going on with, with with these celebrities and the way they act and the way you know they go to rehab to maybe get reconditioned every now and again like Kanye yeah absolutely there is something strange going on there and I think to to fully understand how mind control works first I gotta tell you about the subconscious mind okay so um much of my work focuses on removing the disempowering thoughts and beliefs that come from the subconscious mind, essentially. And what they do is they cause us to create less than favorable emotional consequences and chaotic circumstances. So what I end up doing is I teach people how to change their internal dialogue, teach them how to clear harsh memories. I teach them how to deal with tough emotions. I teach them how to delete useless information from the subconscious and swap out useful information Hmm. and i also teach typical meditation and mindfulness as well which is how to meditate and when to meditate and why you have certain thoughts and feelings during meditation and essentially i'm saying that because it's pretty much all programming right so the mind is always just asking you one question is it okay to keep this and it shows you an image or you remember something that happened years ago or you you know, you hear something in your head. And primarily, the majority of people are either visual or auditory in the way that they process information. 
Right. So how do they mind control us? Well, they have to get to the subconscious mind. And my question for everybody, any show I go on or any of my clients, I usually ask them, hey, so listen, have you ever wondered how much of your behavior is automatically carried out as a result of the music you listen to or the books and TVs and movies that you watch? Mm. And at that point, most people are going to ready to argue because they don't want to put down those things and they don't want to, you know, their favorite TV show isn't doing them any harm in their view. Right. And they don't want to hear what a television is. Mm -hmm. So before I get onto that, I'll continue on with the subconscious programming. So self-destructive programming is installed in us by the media that we consume. And you know, the things that we, we gravitate towards, first of all, tend to serve us in some way. So, you know, you might be thinking, oh, man, I, it's, it's not hurting me to watch a movie. Like, watching Death Wish 5 is not going to fuck up my life. <laughs> and, um, you know, that's fine and everything. But really what it's doing is whatever emotional content or whatever message that... Hollywood wants for you to take in is in that movie. And that should sound simple enough, right? But mm -hmm. most people don't want to hear that. And most people are living their life in such a way that they aren't able to consider that something that they did yesterday or a thought that they had yesterday and that they're probably going to have again today is as a result of what they're taking in from the TV or, you know, from Kanye's latest <laughs> release or whatever <laughs> yeah. you know like so things like that things like listening to to music and listening to sorry watching tv it are essentially void fillers and they become distractions from who you really are at the core mm -hmm. and i'm not trying to slap anybody across the head However, this is like uh, a slap for some people because when people begin to argue against that, what they're actually telling you right to your face is where they lack self-respect because what they're telling you is that they're willing to cling to old programs more than they really want progress and a happy life. Right. And why? Because it's a hard truth to process and, and people people are very protective and they have defense mechanisms set up that keep them safe. And so all of that is linked to the subconscious mind. And it's every single day we're just getting pulled towards the subconscious programs, not just from media and culture, but the people that we hang around keep us in patterns of behavior where we just continue to create the same circumstances or potentially mediocre circumstances absolutely and i mean you, i don't mean to interrupt but like when you talk about the television you know at night it's not uncommon to to for a family to sit down i don't watch too much tv um if i do it's documentaries or something like that but you know they sit down and not only are they ha watching a show or have one on in the background they also have their other black scrying mirror in their hand and looking at that as well. So they're getting it from both, you know, 
audio and maybe a, you know they'll look up and get the visual and then they have the visual constantly in front of them you walk out you see groups of younger kids and some adults you know they're 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 walking down the street face buried in a, in, in a phone and not even aware of what's going on the whole time getting programmed by either their social media or their snapchat with their friends and their group collective conscious thinking and everything else like that so it it yeah i i I can't agree more i mean it is a constant programming (laughs) yeah you're so right and you know it's coming from everywhere essentially and that's why cultivating mindfulness is so important because you have to be able to slow down those thoughts and those programs that are coming up um and you got to make better decisions like you really can get to a point where you you know that this thing that you're thinking what if this thing that i'm thinking really isn't something that is a part of me where did i get that from all that kind of stuff so the subconscious mind is easy to program and it loves repetition mm-hmm. And your behavior is pretty much dictated by whatever is drilled into your head on repeat. And there's a chance that is something on that TV or in your family unit or something that you wouldn't even think of is causing you to have a a response to something. It's causing you to create a certain outcome in your life. Um, Most of psychology is essentially based on stimulus versus response. People who herd us like cattle, they know this, right? So, um, people ask me, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Yeah. the subconscious mind just it, it it's responsible for your bodily functions, but it's always scanning the environment for repeating patterns because that's how it keeps you safe, right? And it wants to know what the majority of people are doing because that's what it considers to be safe. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't know the difference between a TV or a computer or a mobile phone screen. You know, it's funny you said that because I, I posted a a short video um, to a group chat that I have going on Instagram. And essentially it just said a real life look at NPCs. And it was these people coming out of a, a, a building and everybody was turning right because that's the way apparently they, always, you know, they go right and walk down the street. Well, it was blocked off. Well, they, everybody turned right, just following the person in front of them and then realized, oh, I have to turn around and go the other way. And every single person came out and did the same thing. So it's like you're saying, they're subconscious, you know, they might not be paying that close attention, but, you know, they're using their peripheral. They see joe schmo in front of them go that way oh that must be safe and then all of a sudden they're turning around and then you see them kind of look up and like oh okay well we'll follow the herd that way <laughs> it's not yeah brother i mean it, it it sounds mean when we say it like that but essentially that's the truth and mm-hmm. the truth is the hardest thing to talk about like uh mark passio says the truth is belligerent yeah. i don't know if you've ever heard him talk i have and, not. you know you have not you mm-hmm. got to check out his channel mark passio on youtube um you know humans will back to what you said though like humans will just emulate any behavior that has a positive reward associated to Mm -hmm. with it even if it's evil 
And right. we've seen plenty of examples of that in recent times. Mm. And <laughs> yeah, and the subconscious is really only working in the present moment. It doesn't know what's happening in the past or it doesn't know what's happening in the future. Right? right. It's just looking for whatever behaviors get a positive reward in this moment. And most of behavior is dictated by getting a positive reward anyway. Um, you know, you know, you only eat that extra cookie because it tastes so good. And that's the positive reward, right? Yep. So we just get trained into all of this kinds of stuff. And, and if I could give a bit of insight as to how that all comes about, because people are still, you know, even after hearing all of that, they're still convinced that they're the ones making every single decision in their lives except for when they get into trouble, then it's not their responsibility. No, it's somebody no, it's else. Somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Can never take the blame for something bad, just the good. Yeah. So, I mean, research shows that the mind can perform 10 trillion tasks per second without you being aware of it. Wow. So, no, you're not thinking for yourself. You're not. You're literally not. By biology alone, you're not doing it, right? And if you ask yourself, what's, what's making my heart beat and what's regulating my temperature and stuff like that, you know, is, are you consciously doing any of that? Probably not. Right. No. So it's the subconscious mind is doing all of that. You know, the way you wait, the way you go to work every morning, if you're taking that same route, that's your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. And you know, the way you treat people is your subconscious mind because you've learned how to, to act that way. Right. And you know, you can make excuses for it all you want, but you have to realize that, the conscious mind really can't do a whole lot. It only takes in 140 bits of information in a second. But the subconscious mind communicates to 60 trillion cells, 6 trillion commands per second. Jeez. I didn't realize so, it was that much. That's a lot. Yeah, it, it's pretty screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> the subconscious mind is, is that part of you that we can't see but holds all the things which make you who you are and they make you do what you do right it's responsible for keeping you alive healthy and let's say quote unquote happy right and you know the important thing to keep in mind is that if something can have this much control over you that means it can create good things or it can create bad things and hardly anybody is really aware of their subconscious programming. Even myself, who does this work, I've been doing this work for nine years now. And it's just like, things will come up. Shit happens in life. And I'm like, okay, this thing happened. And I responded to it in this way. And that's a subconscious program. Now, where did that come from? How do I pull that out? And put, what do I need to put in to replace that? So nobody is isolated from this. It's kind of a, a hard and fast rule that nobody can escape from. And so according to the cognitive neurosciences, the conscious mind is the creative part and it's responsible for free will. Mm -hmm. And about 1% to 5%, if you're lucky, of our daily actions are coming from conscious awareness. So the rest is coming from subconscious programming. So that means that 95% to 99% of your day is coming from your subconscious programs. And if you have negative programs or programs that don't belong to you, 
then for the majority of the day, you are fucking up your whole life mm-hmm. and you are playing out the programs that belong to other people or the government. Funny you, you, <laughs> the way you said that, because, you know, reacting uh, since starting the podcast, um, I'm not the same person I was almost six months ago. Uh, I've really come out of my shell. Uh, I used to go to the store. It was head, head and I straightforward, get what you want, get out. You know, I don't, I don't want the energy interaction with other people and what have you. And then I start the podcast and you know, you get people that are going to talk shit. You know, it is what it is. The old way of me doing things would instantly be like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck off. Whatever. You know, act out in maybe aggression or a hate in a sense or anger. Now it's just like, no, I, so somehow I've, I've retrained. I've, I've noticed it. And even my wife says, you know, you, you don't react nowhere near the way you used to, you know, cause I'd all read her some of these every now and again. She's like, wow, like you're not even mad. I'm like that is what it is. You know what I mean? Whatever that they're, they're taking the energy and wasting their negative energy to try and bring me down. And I'm not going to feed into it. You know what I mean? It's just at the end of the day, it's not worth it because I want to be happier and I don't want to be that person that I used to be that always responded out of, you know, like anger first and then think of the consequences. You know what I mean? Now it's more like, you know what, let's just, I don't want to be like hippy dippy, woo, whatever, but like, you know, just be kind and react with kindness and it's still okay to get pissed off because everybody's human. We're going to get angry and pissed off at some point, but you don't have to take that out onto somebody else. You know what I mean? And yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing if you can, you know, and I'm yeah, in the early stages fact. of doing it and I can't wait to see where I continue to go. And it was just something that I did. I didn't even know I was doing it until I think my wife kind of pointed it out. And then I started paying more close attention to it because, you know, obviously it was my subconscious trying to rewrite, you know, some of the programming that, you know, I, I was programmed for 45 years. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying, man. Like, and that's why I'm glad to be on your show as well, because I figure that whoever you're speaking to is going to be just like you. And I want to speak to all the people who, who share that common bond because uh, it's very important to remember that uh, none of us are separate and distinct from each other. We all share something in common. Absolutely. And the things that we find to be differences are actually the things that can make us stronger. In times of crisis, it's our differences that can save the day more than the similarities. Yeah. And to break that down into simplest terms, okay, you're in a survival situation. Okay. I know how to, to, to track and hunt, you know, for animals, whereas you might be really good at building a shelter or know how to build fire or find wood. Okay. Those are basic differences where I don't know that. And you know that, but if we come together and use those, boom, now both of us are going to survive, not just one of us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, so where was I on that whole tirade? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, t- I tend to go off on little, we, little rants. We brought up some relevant relevant topics, though. I mean, it's very, very important for everybody to hear. And I want to reach the people who are 
where you're at or maybe they're at the beginning of a journey they've just discovered that spirituality is a thing and i want to be the guy that says stop don't fucking listen to sad guru right i want to tell him listen spirituality is a psyop Mm-hmm. Stop. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Well, you see it now. They're they're blending. You see a lot of uh even someone such as like Tulsi Gabbard is blending Christianity with uh Hinduism and trying to 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 blend them to be one. And then, you know, and, and I'm not dogging any religion, but then you have, you know, the Pope coming out a couple months ago and saying, you know, maybe we should blend Islam and Christianity and call it Chrislam. And you know. <laughs> so now now there's that psyop and i think with with spirituality i think it's been like you said it's a psyop it's been hijacked in a sense because when i think spirituality i just think of bettering myself being a better person for somebody and trying to live for a higher consciousness you know whatever it is i know there's a creator but i don't necessarily you know from listening to podcasts and and having guests on i don't know if i buy most of the religions because at the end of the day, everything is a theory, you know what I mean? And, and it was created by man. So, and, and that even goes into, are there, you know, other beings that come and visit us? You know, I don't think the creator just created us. I, I, you know, if I was a creator, I wouldn't do that, but you know, don't want me into someone that just because, you know, my podcast is my third eye that I'm trying to open it up to, to let demons in or, or evil beings. No, I just want my, my, my third eye open so I can see the truth around me and maybe help others see truth and maybe help them through, you know, accepting it. Cause like you said in the beginning, it, people don't like to hear this, be, you know, with the slap up against the you know head, my wife doesn't like to hear some of this and I have to, you know, drop it here and there. And I've said this plenty of times on the, sh- on the show, she, you know, she had a conversation with me, you know, some of the stuff that you, you talk about scares me. And I said, it only scares you because it goes against what you were taught from the beginning. It, it breaks your complete, basically programming out of the water. And, you know, Absolutely. some people can't handle that. It's Absolutely. And that's the, that's the hardest part about programming because it gets hardwired into you in such a way that if you aren't able to be present um, and control your conscious mind, and survey the information that's coming up for you, including the emotions and stuff, then you're not really running your life. Like somebody mm-hmm. else is running your life. And that's a hard pill for people to swallow. And it's your subconscious that's just um, telling you this information that's pre- being presented to me is not true because it doesn't match up against what the program is saying. It's kind of like, how are you going to put put in a Donkey Kong uh, game and expect you know, call of duty to play like that. And then you get angry, you throw, you throw your control at the TV. Like that would be completely irrational. Uh So when someone's telling you something, the game becomes about noticing the ways that your mind then begins to push against what's being said. You have to learn how to keep everything just to the side. And you say, okay, I am going to look at what's being said and I'm going to match it up to what's being said. And well, if nothing that's being said is lining up with what I already know, then there's further questions I need to ask. You can't write that off as being wrong. However, that's the extent to which most people are programmed. And this brings me to my next point, because I was talking about mind control. and I was trying to get from the subconscious mind to there. 
now that you know what the subconscious mind does, then you can understand that when someone does not know themselves, when someone doesn't know their true identity as a fragment of consciousness occupying a temporary vehicle for the expression of consciousness, they're going to grab at any label or identity coming down the pipeline. So any old thing will do. And they're going to love it because subconsciously they are seeing others do it. And that validates it and that makes that thing okay. Mm -hmm. So they're going to play out any subconscious program projected onto them, which means that everything in their lives is still dictated by others. And it's difficult for a person to give up an identity construct that they have adopted and built and based their entire lives on. Or even if it's just a small portion of their times, it depends on how long they've had this program for. And so many people are in crisis right now because deep down they know that the way that they are living or the way that they have lived up until this point is not serving them at all. And so now the discontent of living a lie is too much. And the person is only going to give up that identity to find their soul when the pain of living a lie is greater than the pain of breaking the chains of familiar emotions and belief systems. Absolutely. You know, it, you brought it back. I'll, I'll bring it back to how you said about taking the same route to work. Um, that's one thing in the military that they try to break you of. Um, when, when we were getting ready to go over to Saudi Arabia, now this was in the late nineties or whatever, they always stressed you never, if you leave the base or whatever, you have to work off base. You never take the same route home. And I can't say I'm a hundred percent on that, but there are certain, certain things that I still use from that going to and from work. You know, I might not always go back home the same way. I might not always stop at the, the stores in the same order. You know, I'll keep a little bit of a distance in front of me because that was another thing, you know, never pull right up on a car because if there's someone back behind you and, you know, obviously that's a war zone, but it could be someone trying to fucking rob you or, or whatever you ram the car, you know, you ran back, ram forward and go. And, you know, they, you know, in the military tries to deprogram some of that while programming alternate thought measures. So it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword when you, when you think of it that way, but you know, it, it, they think it's for the good and you know what I mean? So yeah, the military is great for, for programming. That's pretty much all the military does. Mm. Is it, it I still tuck my mind. laces into my shoes. And I, <laughs> I've, I've, I've been out for 22 years, and I still I can't put on a pair of shoes and not tuck my laces in because I, I, I'll look at other people with, you know, they just tie them like normal people would. I'm like, that looks sloppy. And, but I still do it. That's a small program that was programmed into me that I still do. And it, it's crazy. Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. So now that I've told you that the reason why you tuck your shoes, in, your laces into your shoes is a subconscious program, yeah. <laughs> you know, let's talk about what happens when you, when your, uh, your subconscious is being programmed. So we have these receptors in our body for every cell and pretty much from the time you're born, up until whatever age you're at now, 
you've been getting this programming and it's going directly into storage in your cells. And these receptors pretty much expect that certain information of a certain quality and a certain quantity and a certain context will be communicated to, the, to them. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So these cell receptors are the same ones that take in uh, nu- nutritional information and hormonal information, and they receive and release and allow for chemicals and other information to bind to them, or I guess you could use the word dock to them. Okay. And that's critical to the cells actually functioning. So whatever emotions you experience hardwire into the cells via these same receptors and we get trained with certain behaviors, which also communicates to these cells that this is what we're doing, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say, for example, you grew up in a household where one of your family members was depressed or anxious. Then there is a good chance that you have a receptor which is designed to cause depression or anxiety, and it's going to trigger at some point in your life. Remember, stimulus versus response. Right. So if you go through life for too long without this situation being activated in your cells, then you might experience a situation where you do not even understand why you feel depressed or anxious. Mm. It'll just happen subconsciously because your cells have been trained to respond to pre-programmed instructions. So now that I've said that, you can understand that we do things because we picked it up in a movie because these kinds of programs are all around us. Other people are doing it and media is saying all these things. They have all of these hypnotic commands. I'll get, I'll get into all of that if you want me to, because it's, it's one hell of a machine and it's very well oiled and very well put together. So where do I even start? You know, all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. Okay. And let's say I go back to driving in a car thing. When you are driving in a car, you don't realize the route you've taken where to get to where you are. You look around, you're like, holy shit, what happened? How did I get here? But that's because yeah. you're in an alpha brainwave state the entire drive. And so whenever you experience that state of being where time passes really quickly and you just have no idea how that's called auto-hypnosis. Right? Okay. I've experienced, and I know thousands of millions of people experience, I'd be like, you're driving down and you're like, oh shit, was that red light green or red? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I don't remember going that stretch of road and it happens a lot. 
Yeah. Yeah, it happens all the time. So when you're reading a book or watching TV or listening to music, anytime your mind, anytime your mind, see, I'm choking again. Anytime your mind is focused on a task where time passes quickly, that's called a time distortion. Mm. It's basically a daydream-like state, and that's hypnosis. It's the alpha brainwave. So every person spends about seven hours in hypnosis every day, four hours during the waking state, and three hours at night when you are in the REM cycle of sleep. Alpha brainwave state is like a protection mechanism of the brain. That's because it's processing so much information that it's very stressful and the brain needs to have that brainwave change in in order to do what it has to do and stop you from having a series of mini strokes, essentially, because if you were, you know, if, if you were all the way in your subconscious mind all the time and you could process all of that in real time, you'd be just be like, like you'd be fucking stroking out and just having seizures falling down and shit. You wouldn't be able to walk in a straight line ever. So it's, it does serve a purpose. And so that's used against us essentially. And when people think about hypnosis, they think about like a stage hypnosis or something like that, you know, bark like a dog, cluck like a chicken. And hypnosis is essentially just the study of altered states of consciousness. It doesn't have to be that. So when you take all that other stuff out of it and you understand that hypnosis is essentially altering a state of consciousness, then you ask the question, what is consciousness? In consciousness, you and I all, and all of the listeners have consciousness. And consciousness is generated at the front of your brain, the prefrontal cortex. That's where consciousness lives. That's where your consciousness lives. Okay. Okay. So essentially what i'm going to go on to say sounds a lot like and in fact in fact it boils down to everything that we're experiencing right now on this planet that seems to be bad evil uh pandemics uh wars tv watching confusion of genders mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff that's an attack on consciousness because there are a myriad of techniques being employed to shut down that prefrontal cortex. So I'm pretty sure everybody's going to be pissed off at this point about me bringing up TV all the time. So I think it's probably best for me to say some stuff about the TV and actually give you some factual information about the television and what it does. So a lot of people would have heard that it's a military weapon and that's the truth mm-hmm. right with the mockingbird media and everything else that- now yeah that <laughs> for sure that but what people don't understand is that a mass telepathy experiment was conducted by radio not mm. tv radio over the zenith broadcasting station in chicago in 1923 And later on, the BBC conducted another. So Scientific American magazine, the journal, Mm -hmm. carried out a self-testing program in telepathy around that time as well. 
So they were playing with this technology long before there was a time. I remember personally for me, growing up in my house here, the first television set we had was made by Zenith. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, they, they were one of the first, you know, the big, big companies, you know, that, that came out right. of the TVs. So we have been mentally manipulated for decades, a hundred years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's nothing new. And television is a screwy thing because not only was it developed by the Defense and Research Project, it essentially was used to program soldiers and stuff like that. Program anybody with anything. You sit them in front of this thing and you tell them what you want them to do. But apart from that, TV is extremely harmful to cognitive development. I mean, a lot of us grew up hearing that TV is going to turn your brain to mush. Mm-hmm. And we always used to be like, ah, that's not true. Ah, whatever. But it's true. It's absolutely true. And they tell you this all the time. They tell you that it's going to screw up your brain. And then they do everything in their power to keep you watching because they know that they're hijacking your consciousness and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. So, you know, studies have shown that TV watching is, uh, it's worse for kids than anybody else because... I mean, we, all, we can all agree that adults are screwed up. <laughs> but, you know, 40% of three-year-olds are regular TV watchers. Mm-hmm. A third of all three-year-olds in America have a TV in their bedrooms. The average child spends uh, it's nearly 45 hours a week watching TV and consuming other forms of media via screens. So research shows that this leads to problems learning, problems at school it leads to drug and alcohol dependency tobacco use obesity inappropriate sexual behavior uh and children need to interact with their environment and the people around them in order to to develop to develop healthy cognitive function so the average child would have witnessed at least eight thousand murders by the end of grade school jeez and it's no wonder that, you know, like you were talking about earlier, it, you, you don't react aggressively or whatever. Well, where, where do you think that's coming from? It's because when you were a kid, you watched all those movies where there was violence mm-hmm. or where some, somebody had a situation happen and they reacted aggressively towards it, right? Yep. You have the whole so hero children, villain thing. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to be the hero and retaliate and fight the bad guy, you know? And yeah, absolutely. The hero's reacting out of anger, you know what I mean? And using violence. Exactly, exactly. So they, they make it sound good, you know. And for children, uh, it's before the age of three. It's the flickering of the TV and the sequencing of the programming. So when I say the sequencing of the programming, you know how it changes every couple of seconds? Mm-hmm. That's the sequencing of it. And that is what preconditions the mind to expect high levels of input, which goes on to create attention problems later in their life, right? And reality doesn't measure up to what's on the screen. So two hours of TV a day before the age of three is 20% more likely to have attention problems at age seven compared to a child who didn't watch any TV at that age. Mm, and it's interesting. Yeah, it's very fucking interesting. <laughs> because, <laughs> and, you know, they, they do it on purpose because they package up these TV shows for children under the guise of learning. 
Yeah. And it does the exact opposite for the child's development. So it's a lie. And children absolutely need to have interactive learning for proper brain development. And it's the reason for that is because there is a huge number of synapses in the brain. And so synapses just connect pathways, neural networks and stuff like that, for those who don't know. Uh, And a child has twice as many as an adult. And the reason for that is because it helps them adapt and learn all the information that they need for survival much quicker. So as a child interacts with the environment, it develops what's called myelin sheaths. And neural, new neural pathways fire and it strengthens those pathways. So basically what I'm saying is that the strength of these sheaths determines how well you hardwire proper circuitry into your brain so okay. you understand life better. <laughs> right. So around age six or seven, there's an enzyme that's released into the brain, which dissolves those sheaths, which have been poorly developed. So when a child is in front of a TV and there's no real interaction happening for them, they're not developing a strong cognitive function. So what's happening is that those sheaths are being dissolved because everything's so poorly developed. So you're dumb. That's the easiest way to say it. You're dumb, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's a good explanation because a lot of people ask me, so why why does it seem like everybody's just not present or or they're just dumb these days? And it's like, because the TV. Yeah, because they really are. Yeah. When they were a kid, all the stuff they should have been learning got dissolved. Like you poured acid on their brain. It's done. (laughs) Right. So it's not being disrespectful to them when you say they're dumb. They're just their brains aren't working well. So, I mean, there's so much stuff to understand about this kind of stuff. But let's talk about very quickly what happens um, in the rest of us. Um. And everybody else, the adults and stuff, the brain is cycling through these different brainwave states. Like I said before, it's delta, which is deep sleep, theta, which is light sleep, and alpha is relaxation. And then like beta is high functioning activity, like reading a book. Okay. And in less than 60 seconds, the brain switches brainwave states. So when you're in alpha brainwave you are more suggestible because you you're coming out of the beta state, which is the logical brainwave state. And the effects of the television on the brain have been studied for such a long time. And the research actually tells you that the frontal lobe, which is right here where the prefrontal cortex is again, Mm -hmm. it's bypassed within minutes of watching TV. Okay. So the activity in your brain goes to zero nothing's happening. So you could be thinking while you're watching a TV show, but really you're not doing a high level of thinking or analysis whatsoever. The prefrontal lobe is home to the prefrontal cortex, like I just said, and it's responsible for things like spirituality, morality, willpower, impulse control, future thinking, analytical thinking, and it's the home of consciousness. And I keep repeating that over and over for a reason, because I want to program you motherfuckers with the concept that our consciousness is being hijacked from the TV. And, you know, it's the decision making part of the brain. So, you know, everything you see on TV is already trying to pull you in, in the opposite direction of where you should be going. And if TV is suppressing the frontal lobe within 90 seconds of turning on the TV, Like, you don't even have to be watching the show yet. 
Right. From the time you turn it on and your eyes are on it, you're fucked. So, you know, the, the thing about it that people don't realize is that TV watching affects the brain in such a way that people will go on to feel depressed and anxious due to the decrease in activity in the frontal lobe. Mm. And then when they're going about their lives and something really hard happens, then it's no wonder why they have high stress levels and because they're already in a state of depression. But for these people who regularly watch TV, it's normal. And when you're watching a movie, the brain is trying to process 20 or more images that are rapidly moving in front of you every second. In order to do that, the brain can't do anything else. So the prefrontal cortex has to turn off. You get it? Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And that's why when you're watching a movie and it's a quote unquote good movie, you get lost in it. Right? Mm -hmm. So what else do I want to say here? Um, I mean, I, don't, I think I've sold the point pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so like a lot of what is on TV is too much to process in the brain and it's even too much to process on an emotional level. So by the time commercials come on and you've just been watching Anderson Cooper 360 sponsored by Pfizer, I mean, yeah. it's no wonder that you make the choices that you do with regards to that thing. Mm -hmm. You're twice as screwed because the commercials are now essentially based in the feeling that you get from the product and not the actual product or the result in itself. So literally every way that TV programs are presented is designed to overwhelm the brain and keep you in lower emotional states and the lowest possible brainwave states because when you can do this, you are easy to control. Yeah. And that's why you see those clips of every major news outlet across the United States all repeating the same thing. You know, th there was a video that was floating around, I don't know, probably 2020, and it started with one news company then they put up the next and they're all saying the same thing in, in, in unison. And it's like, well, duh, you know, it, it, you've got to spread this mass hypnosis to, to an entire country. Y'all better be on the same page. And then there's people out there. Well, I don't watch CNN or that I watch Fox. They're doing the same fucking thing, only just slightly different in their wording. So you think it's coming from a right wing perspective versus a left wing perspective. I say it a lot. Yeah. Two wings, one fucking bird. Yeah. It, yep. <laughs> get away from it. You know what I mean? It, it's it's not even worth it anymore. It, 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 yeah. But, and the news isn't actually news. It's no. made up stuff that comes from a news agency. Yeah. And the news agency is owned by the same people that own everything else. Mm -hmm. So they can tell you anything that they want to tell you. And they know that when you turn on that TV, your brain gets shut off. Well, and you saw with the the things that were first coming out with, with Ukraine. I think they were actually pushing to see how much they could actually get away with. And before they could get, they got called out on using fake footage and it was fake footage every single time. And I remember saying this a couple of times, like something doesn't seem right with these reporters. It seems fake. And then you see these missiles and I'm like, dude, I've never seen a missiles fly that slow in my life. And then it comes out, Oh, these are from video games, you know, or they're using footage from a bombing in Beirut or, you know, all this other shit. And then on top of it, repeating, you know, some of the same talking points that they did in the first Gulf War. And it's like, come on, people, wake the fuck up. 
you know, nothing's going on. What, what, what they're, whatever they're telling you, it's the opposite. And I'm not picking Putin's side or Ukraine's side. I don't think nothing's going on, period. You know what I mean? I just think it's just more programming. You know, you got to keep everybody in that state of fear. You know, that's the next panic. And that's the most dangerous part about it, because people are actually losing their lives over made up stuff. Uh And, you know, everything is weaponized against us. Every single thing. Um, You know, there's an attack on the kids because as if uh, going to school wasn't already a government indoctrination camp. Now look at some of the stuff that's going on with the gender stuff. All that's a psyop. And so literally in the Department of Defense U.S. Army field manual, it says a psyop is any form of communication in support of objectives designed to influence the opinions, emotions, attitudes, or behavior of any group in order to benefit the sponsor either directly or indirectly. Mm-hmm. And the attack on kids leads to the attack on men and the attack on women. The attack on women looks a lot like feminism. Mm-hmm. Radically empower yourself because it's the men that are oppressing you. It's not the government that's doing it. And then make then the-, the men so small that they don't know how to relate to the women and don't know how to protect the women and so how do you do that? You use rap music and all kinds of other ways of doing stuff to get them to wear skinny jeans or get them to wear pants that sags down their ass. Mm-hmm. You know, you get people listening to this music that where they're essentially reciting these lyrics that become the repetition to program the subconscious mind, not even to mention that there's two different types of, of um, hypnotic commands that are placed in music and, and TV and stories and stuff. Uh, like when you read a book and stuff, you could potentially be reading something that's not very good for you. And it's uh, these two types are interspersal and isochronic commands. And essentially, music as it is, is a hypnotic rhythm. So the auditory cortex, uh, like what I said, most people are visual and auditory. A lot of psychic interpretation, which, by the way, all psychic activity is, is thinking. So thinking is always psychic activity. It's always energy that's coming into your head. It's all consciousness being converted into thoughts and actions. Okay. uh, So so you're getting all of this input and a large portion of it isn't anything to do with you. And so, you know, if you've ever listened to like, uh, is it Queensryche? The, uh, the, one of their albums from the 80s, op- is it Operation Mindcrime or something like that? They're telling you. Yeah. They're telling you that everything is a psyop and they're telling you that all of these things are being done. But in that time period, also, a lot of what was done by the satanic people who run the world, apparently, is that they would go after the song has been mixed and uh, it's going off to be packaged. They would take the actual finished product the main copy and they would take it to a room and they would do their little prayers and satanic stuff on it to bind entities to it so when you listen to it you don't know what dark beings or whatever are coming around you and what those beings feed off of are your emotions your destructive emotions when you get angry you get sad and those kinds of things they feed on that. That's electrical impulses that they eat. Oh, absolutely. And that strengthens them. And so, they ch- change the frequency. 
you know, it used to yeah. be, you know, what was it, 430? Yeah, the whole thing about the 432 or 442, 444 hertz. And so I, I love when people bring that up because I say, yeah, well, in a lot of cases, that's neither here nor there either because we have Steve Miller Band who sang that song, Abracadabra. Mm. And he's a Mason, right? Everywhere oh, on his everywhere on his artwork is you know yeah there's a you know it's like like they say it's a big club <laughs> you ain't in it exactly so uh you know he his guitars are tuned to 432 hertz and 444 hertz and stuff like that so he's using the same thing that's supposed to be helpful and more gentle for us to program us with stuff mm. and abracadabra is a masonic prayer no shit yeah that's, that's every little kid's <laughs> thing when they think of magic you know abracadabra you know i never knew that originated from the masons and it's yeah. crazy because i got you know friends in, in the podcast game that are ex you know occultists you know the occult rejects new york patriot and lux and i never once thought to ask them about that so thank you i'll, I'll be having a side <laughs> conversation with new york patriot probably later tonight about that that yeah, crazy. Well, it's crazy man like it's all it's all basically um a part of the psyop Everything is just designed like, you know, and they put all these chemicals and stuff in, in the food as well, which then, at, uh, remember when I explained how subconscious programs work, it works on a cellular level as well. Mm -hmm. So when you put destructive chemicals in the food that attack the cells, the cells become confused. And now we have all these people walking around saying, I feel like a man when I'm a woman, because when you create that confusion in the cell, you distort the information in the cell. And now what's biologically hardwired into you, the brain cannot interpret that. And so there's mass confusion. And to take it back to what you were saying earlier about feminism, okay? Um, you, they're the same group that is okay with, with these men tran, trans, being transgender and taking over a, a girl's sports. And they're okay with it. It's getting a little bit better with the backlash and what have you. But, you know, they're like, well, I'm a feminist because men are suppressing me. But at the same time, you're OK with men transgendering into a woman to compete in your sports, to oppress you in your sport. And it's like yeah, that makes no sense. And then I saw a girl break down, um, you know, uh, these guys that, you know, say they're gay or whatever, and they lisp a lot or they, they act super femmy and this and that. And she goes. At the end of the day, you're acting because you think that's what the stereotypical woman is. And she's like, yes, when we're on a certain time of our month, you know, our hormones, ugh, hormones drop, you know, you know, all different levels of chemicals in our body. So we do get a little bit more emotional and that's what you see. So now you're acting that out, even though that's, that's not us. That's not a woman to begin with. You know what I mean? You're, you're just acting like one. And I was just like, oh, that's a good way to put it. I never, never looked at it that way absolutely and let me add something to that listen i've known plenty of people and i mean they were hard back like even let's let's take it to the extreme military guys big burly guys you don't want to fuck with these guys at all the most masculine the most uh defensive strong guys you could meet right and suddenly they announced one day they were gay and then they went from carrying themselves like a big strong man to walking like a woman in mm -hmm. drop of a hat. And yeah. that's when the programs fired. Yeah. 
And that's coming to you from all the Disney movies and everything oh. else. <laughs> and it's coming to you on a cellular level from the bad food that we're eating. You know, even bacon's a fucking psyop, dude. Like, Ed, go research Edward Bernays and you'll find out how he just decided he wanted to make everybody eat bacon for breakfast. That's a shame because <laughs> I, love, I love bacon. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, continue to eat it, but still... But- I, I don't, it, it's not like I eat it every day. You know what I mean? But like if, if, yeah. if we do usually on a weekend, we'll, we'll make some breakfast and you know, you'll have some bacon or whatever, but you know, yeah. it, it, but like you said, yeah, sigh up, you know, you got to eat your eggs, yeah. your bacon, you know, drink your glass of milk and, and everything else. And then, you know, I had a guy on, you know, you see all these people, oh, they're lactose intolerant. Well, yeah, because they're using the, the Holstein dairy cow. Um, if you use, I forget the, uh, the, the certain breed of cow, um, that he has on his homestead, it does not produce the same hormone. And that is what people are intolerant to in the Holstein dairy cow. You know, their, their milk isn't actually something that we should be drinking. Um, if we want to drink cow's milk, we should be drinking this other, you know, it's a smaller herd, you know, uh, cow, but they don't produce as much as the Holstein dairy cow. So, you know, can't use that for mass production. And he goes, if, if people would just switch over to this milk, nobody would be lactose intolerant. And I was like, well, and it ties right into the quality of your food. Yeah, man, I got to get going very soon because I actually have another podcast that I have to host. Okay. And I actually think it's a great uh, jump off point for me to talk about this movie. It's called Cult of the Medics. Mm. So I'm actually going to be speaking with the creator, David Whitehead. Oh, nice. And you can find Cult of the Medics on, I think his website is dwtruthwarrior.com. Um, you can also go on like Rockfin or BitChute and type in Cult of the Medics or David Whitehead, and he'll come up. Now, what he did was he, he he's actually still making the series. He's at chapter seven now. And each chapter is about an hour, an hour and a half long. And he breaks down who's controlling the world how they're doing it and i think he's going into a lot more of the current events and stuff so he's probably going to be talking about you know the ukraine and all that kind of stuff that's so awesome i will urge and, everybody to do that and Go it's a good that. jumping off point to have you come back on and you know continue talking again because I, I, we didn't we didn't touch on everything i don't think you know we we no. <laughs> this was a, in my opinion, this was like an hour long teaser for for everything else. So, but yeah, I want I'd like to have you back on. We'll, we'll schedule something and uh, plug your plug your you know your uh, podcast and your your Instagram before we we head out. And thank you again for reaching out and you know coming on. I, this was this was a fun talk. Yeah, this it was really great to talk with you. We'll definitely have to do a part two. You can go ahead and uh, schedule with me anytime you're ready. Okay. Because there's so much other stuff that uh, I have to, I can have to get into that it will tell you more about hypnosis and mind control and how that's all like implanted into you. So if you want to find me, you can go on Instagram and look for Jahan Sator, J E H A N S A T T A U R. Uh, I'm always open to chat with anybody that wants to talk about any of this stuff i'm doing a series right now on mind control and manipulation on my uh, on my actual instagram so you can go and read the the notes that i've made into little memes for you and uh 
my podcast is the Boundless Authenticity Podcast. So all you got to do is go to anchor.fm slash boundless authenticity or type it in on Spotify and you'll see uh, you'll see like a gray chalkboard and it says Boundless Authenticity Podcast. Put your hands out over. Nice. That's awesome. Well, thank you, brother. And uh, have fun on, on your interview. I know I had fun <laughs> having you on my show and I'll, uh, I'll look at my calendar and, and uh, I'll reach out here either tonight or, you know, in the next couple of days, see, see what we can set up and get you back on. And I, again, thank you for reaching out. So Absolutely. Thank you. It has been my honor to talk with you and, and your audience. Well, thank you. The, I think the honor was mine. You know, I, I love having <laughs> really good guests on such as yourself. So on that note, everybody, uh, go give him a five-star rating and review on Apple iTunes and spotify and give this man some love and support and please reach out if you have any questions he gave you you know his contact information and uh he he hits you right back so uh, unless he's probably sleeping so having said that don't forget everybody think for yourself well where do i start i'm bad shit what you read in the covenant is cap I was bred by the government Fact check every head when it come to this Upside down system Had enough of it Another sapien that's on the globe Lost cold looking for the direction But don't nobody know The only bit of insight that they ever sold me I've been start to find out Doesn't really hold Every highfalutin piece of shit Hidden in a tie High motives to align goals Cheating on your wife My ties at the ninth hole Someone gotta die They don't care They itemize souls Hit jobs from Botox to lipos Light bulbs in my head of where I might go I'm on a tightrope walking this edge And I've been wondering if anyone loves me Shit And I've been wondering if anyone loves me Yeah Fuck And I've been wondering if Look I've been hopping down this rabbit hole for quite some time To find lines that connect through to all their lies They normalize a real life poltergeist To trust Pfizer with a remedy to make you right The thought's sick, I take a chance and roll my dice Because something in my stomach isn't sitting right I wanna soul search, find a place to bring in light But I can't cause, fuck I'm bad shit, what you read in the covenant It's cap, you were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it, we batshit what we read in the covenant It's cap, we were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it I want the power to shake shit and shift shape Tap into pineal eye without a mistake We have the power to live right and get straight But they found a way to remove this, they bitch made Hey, keep on calcifying glands with your flow ride while I flow ride the valor of rhyme. I'm flying high by the seat of my pants. A beat speaking to me, know I'm talking back every chance. Hoping one day I make it overseas or to France. But in the Northwest, I trip without a traveling band. Yeah. And that's word of my cat plug. I'm higher than giraffe puss. Look what the cat drug in. Now I'm scribbling this rap in the bathtub. At midnight, I don't fill it up with the tap cup. Soaking in my cannabis suds. Anything for a buzz. Reclaim my residue inside of a dab jug. Peel through a fat stash, burning the last nug. I picture this dimension I don't want to come back from. But here I am, still stuck in the bathtub. My brain fried, but honestly, I'm fine. I'd rather not have one. I'm batshit. 
I'm fucking bad shit And it's your fucking fault It's their fault Straight up I'm done I'm bad shit What you read in the covenant It's cap You were fed by the government Fact check every head When it come to this Upside down system Had enough of it Enough of it Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.